0: Welcome to another episode of More Happy Life. Today's episode is featuring one of the most amazing guests I think I've ever interviewed and probably one of the most heartfelt episodes that I think we've ever had on the show, if I might be so bold as to say that. (laughs) Bob Dalton is our guest today and he is an amazing person, just a beautiful human being. He is an American activist, a speaker, and an entrepreneur. He, has, uh, he was inspired to help the homeless population when his mother, who is a hardworking single mother, found herself living on the streets in 2013. And because of his mother's story, Bob realized that not all people choose to become homeless, but that some people just need a second chance. So he began to call homeless shelters in his area to ask what they what did they need most. And all every single one of them said blankets. So that's when he founded sackcloth and ashes. And he tells the story about this in more detail in this episode, which is such an amazing story. Uh, For every blanket, which is really cool for every blanket, you purchase sackcloth and ashes actually gives a blanket to your local homeless shelter. So how neat is that? And these blankets are amazing. So in 2018, he created and launched Sackcloth and Ashes' first major campaign, which is called Blanket the United States. And the goal of this campaign is to donate a million blankets. That's uh, one million blankets to the homeless shelter's local homeless shelters by 2024. So this is a man who has a huge heart, a heart to fill the world and somebody who has inspired me uh, in his work and in his life, both in creative endeavors as well as in his entrepreneurship and just personally as a human wanting to help other people with his strength. So I'm really excited to introduce to you Bob Dalton. Okay, Bob, thanks so much for being on the show. I'm so glad that you have the time to uh, come on over to the show. And I think that it's amazing. I've loved hearing your story about, you know, how you started Sackcloth and Ashes. And it's, it's amazing on so many levels, heartfelt charity, inner clom- conflict for somebody that you love deeply, entrepreneurship, social media success, uh, productive creativity, and it's amazing to just think about that. It really elevates me to hear your uh, your story, and I know that it'll lift all the listeners today. So tell us where this all started.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, back in two thousand and thirteen, um, my i was I was kind of transitioning out of a, a organization called Young Life and into okay trying to figure out what I actually want to do. And um, I was applying for jobs and nobody was getting back to me. And I was having a, I was, you know, I was 24 years old trying to figure out, you know, what route do I want to go with my career? Yeah. And yeah, it's just incredibly stressful time as a young adult. Right. And, um, at the same time, my mom ended up Losing a, I mean, we, we ended up losing a couple of family members. Uh, she had lost her mother oh, wow. and her brother, which was my grandma and my uncle. And, you know, just like anybody that loses close family members, it sent her in a uh, kind of a downhill spiral emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. And even more so than maybe most, because that was her support system. That was the people that, that she would go to for emotion support financial support like that was her community yeah and when they had passed away you know over about a year's time she's kind of spiraled downhill and she got to she found herself in a pretty rough situation but she found herself in a place where um she wanted to start her life over so she called me up and she's like bob i'm doing it i'm going to move across the united states to start my life over Hmm. and she booked a one-way plane ticket from oregon to florida And all she took with her was a suitcase and two pairs of interview clothes. And she gets over to Florida and she thinks her aunt's going to take her in and her aunt doesn't take her in. So she ends up sleeping on beaches and benches. And Mm. that completely changed my entire world and perspective of how I actually view and understand homelessness. Cause I was always the guy that, had zero compassion toward homelessness I I was passionate about helping pretty much every other issue and Mm. even considered myself an activist but when it came to homelessness I had little to no compassion because my mentality was you know go get a job or you know you got into that situation because you did something in your life that caused you to get there you know Mm. Um, and so I had like little understanding of compassion, but when my mom ended up in that situation, it changed me because she has two college degrees. She's managed restaurants her entire life. And she raised my sister and I primarily by herself. And so for her to end up in that situation was like, you know, mind blowing. Yeah. And it made me realize that not everybody chooses to become homeless or chooses to become in that kind of a situation. But due to some circumstances that could potentially happen, some people just need a second chance. Mm. And her story inspired me to call my local homeless shelters and ask what they needed. Mm. And I, I worked my way down the list and they all said blankets. And I was familiar with the one-for-one business model that Tom's did an incredible job of pioneering into the industry. Um, yeah. But I felt like the one-for-one model at that time needed an evolution. And I felt like that evolution to the one for one business model was making it local. Um, cause we were saying, you know, there's tons of companies sending products overseas and focusing on issues overseas, right. but this is an issue right here in our own backyard. Yeah. And I feel like this was an opportunity to give people all around the United States an opportunity to make a difference down the street from their house. And, hmm. um, So I came up with this idea. I named it sackcloth and ashes and sackcloth and ashes is ancient Jewish symbolism, which means mourning and repentance. And the idea was every time somebody wraps themselves in a sackcloth blanket, it symbolized mourning over the homeless population and repentance by contributing to a homeless shelter in your area Hmm. and came up with the idea, name, business model, how it was going to work. And I did what most people do when they have a really, really good idea. I did absolutely nothing about it. And so I find myself 2014 sitting in my car. My mom's going through that struggle on the street. I'm looking for work. I have this idea and I'm not doing anything about it. And I'm sitting in my non-moving car and my seats lean back all the way. My knees are up on my steering wheel. And I'm having one of those, what is the meaning of life moments. And my, I look up and my coffee cup is sitting on my knee. And on my coffee cup, there's a sleeve that says, what are you waiting for? And my first thought was, you know, what the hell coffee company puts quotes on their sleeves that <laughs> convicts me about my life. And so I felt like that was such a divine moment for me. It was such a powerful moment. It yeah. was a powerful question. It mm. was a question that looked me directly in the face and it was like, you know, what are you waiting for? What, like, there's so many people that are waiting for something yeah. to happen in their life. And I mm. think it was the perfect question that really just pierced me at the right time, the right place. That was the most motivating question that could have been asked to me. What are you waiting for? Mm. and I started up my car. Actually, I pulled out my phone. I took a photo of that coffee cup because I thought it was so bizarre, and I told myself (laughs) in that moment that one day I'm going to give a TED Talk, and I'm going to blow this photo up on the screen, and I'm going to testify and tell the story of what's about to happen. Mm. And so I started my car, and I drove straight down to Joanne's Fabric because that's what you do when you're starting a blanket company. (laughs) <laughs> and drained my savings account, bought a sewing machine, bought a roll of fabric, and realized really quickly that I cannot sew. And <laughs> uh, hired some ladies in my community to start making blankets. And hmm. I, my only business strategy was power of perception. Hmm. Um, or I, I should say, my only business knowledge was power perception. I just need to get people to become aware of what I'm doing. So Mm -hmm. I hustled up and down the Oregon coast. I got into 20 shops out of about 200 and that really set a precedent of what I feel like entrepreneurship had become for me, which is for every nine no's you get about one yes and that one yes carries you on to the next, the next phase.
2: Hmm. Um, So I got
1: into 20 shops so I could put them on my website to make it look like I was in a bunch of places and I hired the best photographers that I could. And so on June 1st, 2014, sackclothandashes.com goes live, 20 Hmm. shops, beautiful photography, totally looked like I knew what I was doing. And my only strategy was post on Instagram once a day, high quality photography. And Instagram was kind of in the early stages at that yeah. time where it hadn't really taken off yet. Yeah. And so there was a lot of momentum. There was a ton of new people flooding onto the platform. Right. Um, it was, everything was very new. And I'm posting on Instagram once a day. And Instagram emails me five months into business in November of 2014. And they're like, Bob, we love your story. We love what you're doing. We want to feature you on Instagram's Instagram account. <laughs> and I email back. I'm like, I don't even know what that means, but it sounds exciting. Um, And at the time they had 42 million followers hmm. and I'm like, I look it. I look it up and I see that they have 42 million followers. I'm like, how long do I have to prepare for something like this? And they're like, we're posting about you tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. And so they post about us and we grew like 20,000 followers overnight. It opens yeah, wow. the door for us to pretty much work with anybody in the world uh from a content creation yeah. standpoint and that became the platform in which i would build the company on for the next four years hmm. um so that's kind of like the 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 yeah. birthing of the company it was like it went from idea and concept that i'm not doing anything about and i'm struggling to getting hit in the face with what are you waiting for doing, yeah Hustling and acting and moving quickly mm. to get me featured on Instagram in less than a year, and then you know the social media platform was was really where I built the company over the next four years, where I just worked with Instagram influencers, content creators, people who believed in the vision. It wasn't just it. I don't want to just say content creators. I I want to say it was all the people that are out there taking photography that didn't just want to shoot any old product for exchange of money. They right. really believed in what I was doing. And, um, and so for four years, we built the company on social, uh, we did a million dollars in revenue on Instagram alone in 2017. Wow. And that's really at the point where I pivoted in on June 1st, 2018, which was that four year anniversary. Hmm. Um, we launched our first major campaign called blanket, the United States, where Mm. our goal is to donate 1 million, the 1 million blankets to homeless shelters by 2024. Wow. Uh, So that's kind of the mission and the, the, the goal now.
0: That's amazing. This is such a cool story, Bob. This is so inspiring. And yeah, what are you waiting for? (laughs) What a, what a, a punch in the face. And powerful moment that has, you know, changed thousands of people's lives forever, you know, including yours. And I think this is such a a beautiful cause, uh, for, for anybody to, to get behind. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's amazing to see, it seems like it's kind of a balance of almost like a balance of divine intervention and hard work, right. Like you've, I mean, you hustled, you were like, you know, for every nine no's you got one yes. And that's a lot of no's, you know? And um, so I think it's, it's fascinating uh, and it shows so much resilience to, to, to see that. I think you, you probably saw that intervention, right? But, Mm -hmm. but like, it doesn't mean it doesn't come with, with hard work and, and, and hustling it. So, so I want to ask you what, What drives you now? I mean, that's a powerful, I think that's a powerful mission, this, this whole, um, you know, blanket the United States, but what do you have? Like, do you have a hero that you like on, cause there's gotta be hard days, you know, the hard work comes every single day. Um, but who do you, who do you look to? What drives you on, on the hardest days?
1: Um, I would say probably number one is my wife. Mm. Um, I think that, you know, being a part of a startup puts a lot of pressure on a marriage and you go through a lot, you go through a lot and you don't, you don't really know what that's going to be like for your relationships, you know, um, to be completely sold out for something because it won't, it sackcloth wouldn't have worked if I wasn't 100% sold out for it.
2: Right.
1: And at the same time, when you're hundred percent sold out for something, it's tough to manage your relationships well. And yeah, you know, I'm fortunate that my wife really stuck with me throughout those five years and really believed in me. Um, you know, even when at there's times it's hard to believe in the business, uh, she believed in me and, hmm. um, you know i i would say that oh, ultimately man. what drives me is what i feel like i'm building legacy wise for my family and for mm. everybody that i'm in connection with that's working with me like we're building something that's so much bigger than ourselves and i really believe that i believe that yeah. it's bigger than sackcloth i believe that there's something that is beyond sackcloth that i'll I'll be a part of mm. um and sackcloth is just this early staged gift that we can all be a part of and everybody that is, is been involved in sackcloth yeah. um, and has helped build a sackcloth. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a, a, a curse or not a curse. It, it's been difficult at times and, it, and it's been a gift and, and beautiful at times. And I, I feel like we've all experienced, um, such a beauty in the vision so I'd say first and foremost my wife and then secondly I'd say my team and everybody who believes in me like I, I I'm overwhelmed by you know where things have yeah. gotten um, in the realm of I look around you know we just had our five-year anniversary party yeah and uh on June 1st June 1st yeah yeah we throw this party and all the people that came out of it. It was like the second biggest event that I've had next to my wedding because it like (laughs) it 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 was this unveiling of all the people in my life that I've connected with. Hmm. And all of a sudden they're all together on the same day, you know, and we're all celebrating something. Right. And it was such a special moment because it was like, you know, I grew up with this hustler mentality. I grew up in a pretty rough neighborhood, grew up without a doubt. and so my mentality growing up has easily been and reasonably so been everybody's against me you know i gotta i gotta hustle harder i gotta i gotta you know i thrive off of people not believing in me you know um and i say that i would say the first five years of sackcloth it was that like i dug deep and i grew parts of the company and in years of the company out of spite because I wanted to prove people wrong because so many people not believing in me. When I hit year five, I look around and I'm like, damn, there's a lot of people that believe in me. And so I'm dedicating these next five years to everybody who believes in me
2: Hmm. and the
1: people that don't believe in me, they don't get the credit of sackcloth anymore. You know, they don't get this, the sackcloth was successful because I grinded extra hard because you didn't believe sackcloth sackcloth is going to be where it's at 10 years at the 10 year mark because of everybody that has believed in me and I think that is a mentality shift and a maturity shift in in my life that I'm trying to take on and adopt
2: yeah
0: I love that that's that's a powerful concept to dedicate your life to the people who believe in you I think that's so important because if we just sit there and think about the people who don't believe in us and are constantly thinking ah yeah they don't you know, whatever, telling that negative story inside your head, then you, it's so much harder to hustle, right? It's so much harder to, to dedicate and, and to work hard towards things that really can leave a legacy like you're doing. So I think it's, that's so important. I mean, the, the, there was this interesting study that said that the number one predictor of whether or not you will follow through with something is the person that you tell your dream to first and their reaction to that. And, um, so, you know, tell it to people who believe in you, share it with people who believe in you. So I love that. That's, that's really powerful. So you're living such a powerful mission right now, Bob. I think this is, is so inspiring. Uh, I mean, blanket the U S so I have, first of all, I have a question. How's it going? How's, how's the campaign? I mean, June, 2014, you started um I mean how close are you guys to the the 1 million mark? You got till 2024 but you know <laughs> Yeah the first
1: five the first five years was just building the platform and and the yeah. you know the really the foundation that we were going to build the house on you know mm-hmm. I, and I, t- and I t- told my team that you know it's like for the first five years you're building the foundation for the next right. five years we're building the house mm. and you can't build a really nice structure in house without having a really strong foundation. And so it took that long for the foundation. The other analogy I've been using is, um, and that I shared at our five year uh, anniversary party was, I feel like sackcloth was a seed that was planted into the ground. And for the first five years, it took five years to push through the dirt and build really strong roots. And that's why 80% 80% of startups fail in the first three years. You know, it's like, yeah, not a foundation. lot of people like trekking through the dirt for five years, you know? Yeah. And that's what we had to do. And we, we trekked through the dirt for five years. Hmm. The roots were buried deep. And at the five year mark, we see the first bud come out of the ground. <laughs> and, and over the next five years, it's going to grow into something beautiful. It's going to grow into um, something powerful. And, um, and, but for the first five years we had to, we had to build that foundation. So I say yeah. that because, you know, uh, last year, I think we sold 20,000 blankets, mm. um, and, and we able to donate 20,000 blankets, uh, in January of this year, we did 20,000 blankets. Mm. And so we're hitting that J curve and, um, I've been, Building it's amazing c- credibility and trust within some really big partners, um, and so you know we have a great relationship with with um, uh, Starbucks. We have a great relationship with Subaru. We have a great relationship with Nike. Uh, we have a great relationship with the World Market. All mm. these companies are participating on smaller levels, yeah, um, and helping blanket the United States one of those companies will step up and actually blanket the United States. Hmm. Um, I believe that. And so, you know, we have a lot of great uh, partnerships as, as well Of you know, Renewal by Anderson, they install windows into people's homes. And hmm. and uh, for every window installment they do, they give a blanket in uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's cool. Um, Churchill mortgage is a new partner um, where every mortgage they, they sell, they give a blanket as a closing gift. So it, it's amazing to see these Love companies that. and these partners stepping up and and wanting to give a blanket as a gift to their customers or their employees. Yeah. And in doing so, they're helping blanket the United States. So we're hitting that J curve where we had to build a lot of trust with these, these larger companies, but now that we've built a lot of trust and, and credibility, now more companies are saying, yes, now more companies are wanting in now um, our roots are becoming deeper with these uh, companies like, uh, Nike, Starbucks, and Subaru. So it will be interesting to see what happens here in the next few years. That you know, it's, it, yeah. Once you catch, once you catch some momentum, it's it's not a matter of if we're going to grow. It's how fast are we going to grow at a manageable and healthy pace. So that's kind of where we're at. There's a lot of components and and variables to it. But it. we're at, I'll I'll say this: we're right on trend. We're 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 right on pace to the blank of the united states
0: that's awesome Uh, that's really powerful man and i love it and i mean it makes me think i mean i walk by every almost every day um homeless people because i walk down downtown provo to 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 where my office is and it's like yeah i I always wonder i'm like right now it's nice and hot you know but uh in the winter it's not it's freezing here in utah and so i love that man it really does touches my heart so um, so what I'd love to ask you, uh, for the listeners who, who are tuning into this, you know, what, what advice can you, uh, give them to like people who were like sitting there in the car, like you were right. Mm-hmm. Like right now they're they're right now they're listening to this podcast, sitting there in their car and they're like, what the heck am I doing with my life? And they're struggling to find their mission. And, you know, they want to do something that's, that's meaningful like this, like to, to build a legacy what can they do? Like, what advice do you have for those people right now?
2: Yeah. I
1: think something that I've found that has helped over the years as I've shared it is there's two questions to ask yourself um, to discover your life's purpose. Hmm. And the first question is often promoted. Um, and we we hear it all the time, Yeah, but it's, you know, what, what craft brings you joy? Hmm. Um, that's the question of that, like, what what wakes you up in the morning kind of question.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: what um, thing do you love to do? What's your passion in life? You know, that's that question. Right. Um, and we hear that asked all the time through uh, leadership right. platforms or self-help books or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the second question I rarely hear asked, and that's the question of what injustice do you absolutely hate? Mm. Um, and this is the question that causes you to lose sleep at night. And you, when you take the craft that brings you joy, your passion, the thing that wakes you up in the morning, yeah. and you use that to bring relief and help to the injustice that you absolutely hate, hmm. that's when you have found your sweet spot. Cause you could be doing your passion and doing your craft, but not be helping the injustice that you hate. And I feel right. like you're only going to be half fulfilled. I really believe that. Um, so until you're doing something with your craft that's bigger than just making money or building a platform for yourself, you're only going to be half fulfilled. You'll be kind of fulfilled, but you're not going to be fully satisfied until you're actually really mobilizing yeah. your craft to do good in the world. Yeah. It's like specifically what's... to something that you absolutely hate.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a very powerful driver. So man, that is, that's, that's a great combination. I love those two questions. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. And um, so this, this, you know, this podcast, I mean, you've shared some amazing, amazing stories. It's so inspiring. Uh, I just, it makes me want to go out there and hustle. It also makes me want to to help people too at the same time. And uh, I want to, you to, if you can have any other advice for listeners who just really want to have a,
2: a more happy life today, what would you, what would you tell them? Hmm such a good question
1: um I can't speak for everybody but I could speak for myself and I think the things that I do that makes me happy um is spending quality time with the people that I love Hmm. um I as an entrepreneur I get caught up in my work my mission in my mission and if I get too caught up, I lose my sense of joy mm. because I'm just i'm in this grind mentality, yeah, and I think there absolutely needs to be a balance and my my wife has has been an advocate for this and and has, has really helped that part of my life in a healthy way has balance is so key, but I would say what brings me happiness is like it's not when I'm speaking on a stage or like. You know, just yeah. working all the time, <laughs> you know it's, <laughs> yeah, it's barbecuing with my closest friends mm. you know or or my or or just my family, you know, just being yeah. with, with quality time with my family and um and so, yeah, over the next five years, I, I want to dedicate more time to that, um, as well as um, blank of the United States.
0: Love that, man. That's awesome. That's a good balance too. I love that, that, you know, quality time with people that you love, but also pursuing, pursuing that, pursuing meaning, you know, pursuing the thing that really helps you leave a legacy for your family and for all the people you're working with. I love it. That's, that's very powerful. Bob, this is, this has been so inspiring. So amazing. Just thank you so much. And where can people, follow your, your journey to blanket the United States, where can they go support you?
1: Yeah. So I would say that the number one platform that we have is Sackloth's Instagram. It's Sackloth X ashes. And then you can stay up to date by um, following my personal account as well. It's kind of more of the the behind the scenes Mm. of sackcloth and, and, and following us as we, actually blanket the United States. I go to about two to three, I go to like two to four homeless shelters every month to actually donate blankets and learn about programs and shelters. Hmm. Uh, And my personal account is Bob X Dalton on all my platforms. Um, So yeah, both, both platforms are a great way to stay up to date with what we're doing. Um, Over the next five years, we're going to be creating a lot more content around us actually going to shelters, highlighting their programs, um, our goal is not just to donate a million blankets, but to actually highlight the people and the organizations that are actually making a difference in homelessness across the United States.
0: Mm. I love that. That's powerful, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. This has been amazing. And yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I can't wait to, to follow this and to watch you blanket the United States. I appreciate it. I really hope this episode helped you to have a more happy life today. If you enjoy this episode, share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews. You can also find me on Instagram at MoreHappyLife or by going to morehappylife.co. Thanks for listening and see you soon.